So what is it about silence for you? Calmness, peacefulness. Yeah. I'm at ease. Yeah. And I don't have something always trying to get my attention. Yeah. And that's nerve-wracking. Find more content from the heart and mind of Dr. Dwayne at drdwaynemd.substack.com. That's d-r-d-w-a-y-n-e-m-d.substack.com. Come vibe with our tribe. Welcome to Words of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne. It is my hope that you'll find transformational pearls of strength in each of the true life stories of my guests. Words have power, and my intention always is to use them to heal. So listen, eat the fish and leave the bones, receiving each true life testimony in the spirit of love and light in which it's offered. Now, if you're ready, let's dig deep. Hello, tribe. This is Dr. Dwayne coming to you unaccompanied, unscripted, and unfiltered. You know those phone calls that you get sometime from your loved ones? Like that beautiful lady right there. <laughs> Letting you know that somebody's died. Oh, I just thought I'd call you and let you know that so-and-so died. Oh, really? I didn't even know they were sick. I just saw them the other day. I know everybody who hears this knows what I'm talking about. Well, this is one of those calls. This is one of those conversations. And it's yours truly, Dr. Dwayne, calling to let you know about the passing of someone who's near and dear to all of our hearts. If you listen to actually episode zero zero of this podcast, you'll know him as number one grand. Number one grand has passed away. And I am not sorry to say, but I am here to let you know of his passing. Number one lived a good life. Number one, accomplished a lot. God knows. Number one, brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. And number one, brought a lot of joy to himself as well. He, without question, pursued his bliss. But at every point of his journey, at every stage of his development, on some level or another, number one was asking for permission. Number one was shrinking himself to some degree or another to avoid being perceived as a threat. Now, I can't blame number one for thinking that way. <laughs> the very person who had the most profound impact on his psychological development was also someone that, on some level, he was afraid of being seen by. 
And those are just the facts. It's not a accusation. It's not a statement of blame. But it is a window into a dynamic that is all too familiar. And I share about that extensively in confession. How number one was driven. Because number one grads are. <laughs> and small town number one grands are especially driven. But gay, black, southern, small town number one grands, and especially those that grew up in a trailer, Oof. they may border on being pathologically driven. And indeed, number one was, he was sick for many years. And he went undiagnosed for many years. He self-medicated with many things. Alcohol was just one. The things that he indulged in in order to escape the reality of who he was in order to avoid anything that looked like present awareness, whether that was achievement, whether that was relationships, whether that was travel, whether that was working out, whether that was possessions, you get the gist. They were all escapes. They were all futile substitutes for self-esteem. And one day, not too long ago, number one was presented with a moment in which he had a choice. He could continue to shrink himself in response to fear. He could continue to pull back and not show up in his fullness. He could remain tightly bound in a bud or he could recognize that the pain of being there was so much greater than the pain that it took to bloom. Now I use this word pain very intentionally because growth is work. And they don't call it growing pains for nothing. Now without question, those last few weeks of his life, they were painful. As the throes of death so often are. As transitions of any type usually can be. But in the end, number one took his last breath with peace, <laughs> in comfort. Oh, and completely immersed in compassion, surrounded by those he loved, and looking in the eyes of the one who looks at you at this moment. So we are not here to mourn. My grieving has been done. 
We are here to celebrate the disunion of number one and to enter the former self so that the present self can emerge fully. And from this point on my facet of the diamond, I gleam. Now services will be held over at the No Hard Conversation <laughs> Assembly. <laughs> you can join at drduanemd.substack.com. The Right Reverend Nagasaki Jenkins Jackson will be presiding, and she'll have more words of love to share on this great one who did what he had to do, who did what he could, and who ultimately was doing the best that he could, but whose time has come and passed. I hope you'll join her. I hope you'll join us. as we celebrate the life of a great one. Love and light to you. Love and light to all of us. God bless. This is Dr. Dwayne. I'm at the Tulsa Farmer's Market. That's what this is called, right? Uh, (laughs) Used to be the Cherry Street Farmer's Market. Used to be the Cherry Street Farmer's Market. That's right. They wanted to be inclusive, and Tulsa's done nothing to help us. So I'm not too jazzed about the change of name, but that's what it is. So this is completely your choice. You can say your name or not. What's more important to me is your your perspective. My perspective is I plan to get to heaven, kid. Your perspective, your insight, your wisdom, your journey, that's what's more important to me. Yeah. So uh, I have been coming out here and seeing you for quite a while. Uh We've bought some of your products Uh and um, still enjoying it. And I just shared with you that I'm a cancer surgeon. And um, I graduated OU in 1954. Yeah. Put my application into a small little town in California and they decided to hire me. Application for what? Teaching music in elementary schools. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was at the time. They were on double sessions. Double sessions? uh, Meaning they were exploding with children. Ah. So some came in the morning and they went home and the others came in the afternoon and they went home. Garden Grove, California. That's gorgeous. Uh, Now it's totally Vietnamese, I understand. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it is a good place to start. It's a country of immigrants. That's the story uh, of our nation, right? Right. Yeah, and it continues to be so. So then my music supervisor said, Anna Catherine, they have an opening in Newport Beach. You, why don't you go out and uh, go down and play it for it? And so I did, and they hired me. Yeah. So I taught there until I decided to get married, <laughs> which was a mistake. Yeah, is music still a part of your life? No. No. No, to me it's sound. Too much ah. sound. I don't like sound. I like silence. Interesting. I do not have a, a TV. I finally gave up on it. So this is interesting because, you know, 
One of my objectives is to encourage people, inspire people even, to the power of meditation. And so much of the value of meditation is that you sit in silence and you you focus on your internal reality. So what is it about silence for you? Calmness, peacefulness. Yeah. I'm at ease. Yeah. And I don't have something always trying to get my attention. Yeah. And that's nerve-wracking. Yeah. So it's too much stimuli at this point in your life. Hmm. So you didn't say your age, and I'm not going to ask you your age. I'm 91. You're 91? Uh-huh. Are you serious? I was born in 32. You did the math. This is 2023. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you're out I'm here doing... Here. <laughs> you're out here doing your thing. Uh-huh. Engage with people, uh-huh. no, running your people. business. Uh-huh. So, can we talk about death? Yes, I'm getting I'm facing it. How do you feel about death? Uh, sometimes I'm a little frightened about it because I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm trying to figure out what heaven's like. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've about decided that heaven's in stages. Tell me more about that. Pardon? Tell me more about that. Well, I think that some people are getting to heaven, but they don't belong in heaven. They really don't deserve heaven, but they're getting there. So that's stage one. And then you've got the people like your nuns and your priests and all of that. They should be up here in the top tier. See, because they have been devoted to teaching about God and saving, helping to save people. Yeah. So I'm not real sure which stage I've been on. Well, have you heard that one before? Well, I haven't heard that one, but you know, it makes sense. Dante talks about the stages of hell, right? So uh-huh. it would certainly make sense that in our imaginations, as we try to use our powers of our mind to imagine what the thing is like, that we have no conscious, measurable uh-uh. experience with. Uh-uh. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense to me. No, not even dreams about it. Mm. About that. But see, depth is a very powerful thing, and it plays out in our everyday life. And that's the focus that I'm trying to bring to everyday conversations. Because, for instance, these plants that you sell, uh-huh. they would not grow into mature plants if it were not for something called apoptosis. Whatever that is. Apoptosis means programmed cell death. And you talked about stages, Uh and and that's exactly what happens in any organism. It happens in you and I all the time, every day, Uh is that you go from a cell at one stage, and then as it grows and multiplies, certain cells will die off so that other cells can grow and the organism can develop. Uh And when that process becomes defective, that's when you get cancers. Uh All right. So death actually plays a very crucial role yes. in the maintenance of proper function in our bodies uh-huh. and in all organisms. That's true. And so that's the point that I just want to put an emphasis on and see what people think about it, see how they respond to it, see how it impacts well, their own like, perspective. It's like putting a seed in the ground. Yes. Okay. And it grows. It goes through stages to a point of being useful to mankind yeah and also useful to the grower yeah provides 
food and housing and everything else. And the seed's an, in, an indispensable part of the cycle of life. Yes. Just like death. Uh-huh. i tell you what I believe about heaven. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I believe about heaven the same thing I believe about hell. See, I've been to hell. and I have? I have. It was of my own creating. Oh. And I lived there in my mind, and I decided that I was never going to go back. Good for you. And I believe the same thing about heaven, that, I'll, that I'm in heaven now, and wherever I go when I die, it'll be even better than right now. It's just like when a kid, a child, a baby, uh-huh. when a baby that's dependent on its mother for nutrition is breastfeeding, and the milk stops in one breast, and the babe goes, oh no, I want more milk. And it cries out because it doesn't know what is coming next. And then the mother puts the other breast in its mouth. And it says, oh, that was even better than I thought. There's two. And that's exactly what I believe about life. And so, um, of course, that's just my theory. That's just what my imagination and my experience tells me. Well, you're doctor. You almost have to have that. Well, and I see a lot of people at the ends of their lives faced with situations that they never thought they'd be faced with and they all say the same things and they all have the same values and they all want the same things and um, yeah that's a very powerful perspective right there to have on the human experience well listen this is beautiful I can't wait to uh, see me die well I think it's healthy for us all to die a little bit every day just like it's healthy for us all to live a little bit every day we need to let go of the things that no longer serve us on a daily basis so that the things which would take care of a lot of people that would take care of a lot of stuff in us too so that the things that no longer serve us can die and the things that need to be nurtured and nourished can bloom just like those plants you got here I can't wait to see those lilies you bring in next season. Well, I think you saw some of them that, that there might be some new ones. There'll be repeats, but there might be some new ones too. Well, I can't wait to bring some home. Listen, okay. thank you. You're welcome. All righty. You Let's ladies have a beautiful you. day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Find more content from the heart and mind of Dr. Dwayne at drdwaynemd.substack.com. That's D-R-D-W-A-Y-N-E-M-D dot substack dot com. Come vibe with our tribe.